1: Are you ready to talk money, Reb?
0: I'm ready to talk money. Well,
1: that's good because this is the show where we talk about the heart issues around money. I'm Dave Van Oppen and I'm here with my wife, Reb. And uh, we are alone in the studio today. Yeah. And. Uh, Probably because we couldn't get anybody to come and and input, in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> input into the topic we're going to talk oh, about yeah. today because it, it's a toughy. It's it's one of those ones, and like you know, Dave, you guys can handle that one by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking,
0: you know, this topic that we're having today is probably like not a summer topic, but we're doing it in the month of July anyway because I'm kind of in holiday mode already. It's real. It's been warm. I'm
1: not sure I'm going to put a timeline. (laughs) Any time is a good time to get out of debt.
0: Oh, yeah. Any time is a good time to start that
1: process. (laughs) Any time is a good time. In fact, summer reading may incorporate the, oh, "Oh, you know, I need something to, to help me get out of debt. Because, you know, when you get into the the rest of the year, the September crush, then are you yes. actually reading that book?
0: You yeah, know. I know, I know. It's a, it's wisdom, that's wisdom, but I'm more in vacay mode.
1: Yeah, here we go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so we are gonna talk about debt. We're actually gonna do a series, over the next couple shows, we wanna do a series on really the, the why and the how of debt. Uh, and so in, in each uh, show, we're gonna talk a, a little bit about just what are the nuts and bolts of why we get into debt? I mean, honestly, if we think about it logically and we think about it uh, in a sense of the number crunching, nobody sets out to spend more money than they make. You know that that's not a you know it's not a prescribed. Nowhere do you do do you set that out. It makes sense that we would live on less than we make. And therefore avoid debt. And again, nobody likes paying twenty nine percent extra for something that they've purchased. At least I don't
0: think so. Uh,
1: I I, mean, I know the conversations I have with people are on how they save money. Look at the great deal I got on this thing, and we all love a great deal. So nobody really sets out to pay that twenty or twenty nine or whatever the interest rate. Except if we
0: really didn't like it, we wouldn't do it. I just... By, but that's but I the practical
1: side. I can't believe I heard that coming from your mouth, though, that <laughs> that practical day. Of course.
0: Because... Anyway, but, but we are going to tackle this topic because we want to look at the heart issue about why we get into debt. And today's topic covers um, for a phrase we're using at More Than Enough, which is appetites and longings. Mm-hmm. And our appetites and longings can often lead us into debt so um, that's kind of the why yes right? in yes. a sense of
1: saying hey you know okay math aside Dave you're way too practical or pragmatic you know we get it but but math aside there are things that um, influence us if I can say it like that that are outside the math
0: yes and the reason we're having the discussion about it is to raise awareness because sometimes we're not aware sometimes we don't want to be aware of what we're really hungering after and so today that's what we're talking about and um the scripture that we want to weave into today's show is not um light and fluffy
1: <laughs> of course you picked it the not course, light and fluffy, fluffy verses but, okay, but let but, me set before okay, you jump into okay. that okay. let me set the stage here a couple of things that we want to know one is is that um you know debt is not a sin you know it, it's not something that that oh no, uh, if I'm in debt, then I am in danger of the hellfire. no debt, debt is a burden and if there's something that we know about our good good father, if there's something that we know about the heart of God for us it's this that he doesn't want us burdened that he doesn't want us enslaved that he he wants us to live free and and there are multiple multiple verses where god mm-hmm. shares his heart with us and says listen i want my kids to live a life that is that is abundant. I want my kids to live a life that is safe. I want my kids to live a life that that is full of the good things that I've created for them to enjoy. Um, and so debt, uh, even though there's some uh, kind of initial gratification, debt really puts us into a place of slavery, puts us in a place of, of, of carrying a burden that we shouldn't carry, that That God doesn't want us to carry and, and, in fact, isn't even healthy for us to carry. And, again, we have stats like galore on mm-hmm. the stress around money and debt. Yeah, and, and, and
0: if you've listened listen to us long enough, none of this is rocket science for you guys. And, of course, there's a verse that I thought of while you were speaking is that – um uh the borrower is slave to the lender. Sure. Why do we Why do we call it a burden and enslavement? Because it is. And we all know that. We all know that our mortgage, like the moment we sign that mortgage paper, like you're almost feels a stranglehold over you because you can't believe you're going to borrow that amount of money. Um, and at least that was the way it was the first time I signed my mortgage. <laughs> I was like, ah! But um, saying that, um This is why we're tackling it. We want to raise awareness. We want to look at what we're hungering and longing for. Um, But the verses, can I say the verses Mm -hmm. now? Yeah. So we want to interweave some of these verses uh, this morning. Um, It's 1 John 2, and it says, Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires pass away, but whoever does the will of God lives forever. Oh man, when I read those verses, I'm like, I don't know, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. Mm-hmm. Scripture is really clear that God has given us the things we have to enjoy. Mm-hmm. But we have gone taken it a step farther and we lust for those things with our eyes, with our flesh, and our pride keeps us pursuing those things. And um, anyway, I it's just, if we actually take scripture and listen and meditate to it these are really convicting even for me you know, this but, morning
1: but as well and, and and part of me is is thinking that the this is a warning or this is this is um, ammunition for life for for life decisions i think about the amount of pressure that's on us you know we're talking about why would we go into debt? Like, what's with that? But you think here it is—the the scriptures just laid it out. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life—and yet, when we look at North America and the culture that we're in, and we go, "Wow, so many things in marketing, so many things in the world that's around me is is appealing." To the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Like- well, of
0: course, the marketing marketing people know how to how to get to us, and what we know is all, like how many thousands of images today in North America are we bombarded with. We live in this culture, and it. I'm not saying it's easy and I'm not saying, you know, wanting a nice ice cream cone is a bad thing. You know, God's not saying, you know, you can't desire nice things, but how, how, what kind of appetite do you have for them? You know, we can, we can have a nice dinner, But we have a lot of buffet dinners where we don't know how to stop. You know, Dave and I just went to the Mandarin the other night and, uh, you know, there is a plethora of food at that restaurant. And, you know, you can eat and eat and eat and eat. And that's really a practical example of of food that doesn't satisfy. The other verses that I I love, they've been my life verses the last 10 years. It's Isaiah 55, and one of them says, Why do you spend money on what is not bread, and your wages on what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me, and let your soul delight itself in abundance why do I spend money? Why do I pursue stuff that's not going to be fulfilling? And sure, in the short term, it is. Sure, a great trip and a holiday. Sure, Mm -hmm. a really nice car is a great thing. Really, a nice house or nice furniture and all that. But we all know that it doesn't stop there. You know,
1: well and part of that is 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 you know facing the the the, the, the reality or the truth of what you are trying to fill your life in right so again, I need transportation to get to work, so what does that look like? Is it a maserati or is it an <laughs> uh, you know an accord or is it a bus right so you know you 're looking at that and saying well. That's individual. We we have to filter that down to if I'm going to a job, and again, if we just need to face the the reality, and that's what I think. You know, when we read in First John those verses that you read, say, okay, here it is. Just lay it out and recognize that we all have to combat the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. That is part of the human condition.
0: Well, and scripturally, I go back to the Garden of Eden, because what was, the, what was that fruit tree? What was Satan tempting Eve with in the story of Genesis in chapter 3? You know, the mm-hmm. food was good. She saw it, and it was good for food. She saw it, and it was pleasing to the eye, and she saw it, and it was also desirable for gaining wisdom. Mm-hmm. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. But then the cool part is, and this is some of the teaching that's come out of, of some things we're doing at more than enough, but when Christ went to the to the wilderness, he took on, like I could weep over this, mm-hmm. he took on those very things. He was tempted by Satan to rule the world, to have power, to turn uh, a stone into bread. You know, on all those levels, And he said, no. And what did he use? He used the word of God and he said, I'm not doing this. And he was hungry. Mm -hmm. He had an appetite, but what was his appetite for? His appetite was for his father. His appetite was to do the will of God because in those first John verses, even the world and its desires pass away, but whoever does the will of God lives forever. Well, who was the first one? It was Jesus. Jesus did it. Jesus took it on over and over in the temptations. But I just love how how scripture, we how we have the story in Genesis and we have the temptation of Christ in Matthew In Matthew 4, and he takes on what Eve couldn't say no to, Mm -hmm. and he says no.
1: And and I love the fact that, in a sense, Satan's MO hasn't changed from the garden of eden <laughs> to the temptation of christ <laughs> no. to today here in north america i mean satan uh, in a, in a lot of ways is is has said hey if it works let's use it right, right. Uh, but also recognizing that you know we are given the power we are given the the insight and and the knowledge even just reading through scripture just ingesting the scripture to say wait a minute th- how then shall we live well Let's read the scripture and Christ Great. really clearly shows us, well, this is how you can combat the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. And in fact, you know, if we allow it, we probably can't open up a, a, cha- a page in the New Testament where we won't be, find that conviction because the New Testament is just full of the, the, the ammunition, <laughs> again, the ammunition against the enemy, against Satan with these three um, arrows, if I can say that, yes. with these three arrows that he likes to throw at us constantly over and over and over and over again.
0: Well, because our prime, I'm just thinking, our pride says get the Maserati because look how good it's going to look right you know the our pride says like because then you have an outward appearance of doing so well and inwardly you know sometimes we drive don't I mean maybe you as listeners do that don't you drive through some neighborhoods and say what do they make that they can have the house that they have and the three-car garage and we have some really wealthy communities around us and how do they do it how do they manage because I certainly don't you know limit. what does that smack of right you know,
1: in a sense of appetites and longings yes. it's lusting after something else and and that's that's kind of one of the places it just starts with that observation and yes. saying wow like they're way better than me I well, guess
0: and next next show we're actually going to talk a little bit more about that that envy and coveting piece um, because that's a huge one for why we pursue stuff that gets us into debt um, but so uh, let's go back. Yes. So
1: we're going to, in a sense, come back to this this idea that the why of we get into debt, one of the whys is is the this idea of appetites and longings. And we see this played out, in a sense, since the Garden of Eden, right? right. So we see what Satan are we hungry doing for? this. Yeah. And, and, you know, I don't know if Eve was was hungry or not in the garden, but yeah, in was a sense she really? it's I- yeah. Yeah. irrelevant, right? I mean, she had provision all around her from trees that she could, should take from so whatever I mean that's that's the story that that we have in terms of humanity but that's
0: a profound thought I've never thought whether she was really hungry or not I I just that's really a cool thought like I and I guess we can ask ourselves am I really hungry like even when you go to the fridge it's nine o'clock at night it's habit for me to want something sweet I just and I think no I'm not hungry I'll have a cup of tea I'm not really hungry it's just habit
1: and I think that there's so much of that that's going on right now. Right. You know, we don't even recognize, I mean, whether it's marketing coming at us, whether it's the conversations we're having with our friends, whether you know, all of that kind of comes across and we may, it may manifest itself. And, you know, uh, I'm complaining that my neighbor has this stuff. And, and then I realize, well, I don't even want that stuff. Right, um, I'm complaining that the, the guy in the office across the way got a, a raise and I didn't get a raise, but I have enough to live on. So why am I
0: complaining? Because I, we're constantly set up against the standard of other things. You just in marketing alone, mm-hmm. and I mean, one of the things we were talking about: well, what are, what is the effects of feeding our appetites mm-hmm. and with temporal things? Well, you know, if you eat too much, you go to Mandarin way too often, you get fat mm-hmm. and obese, and you just keep eating. I I think that's one of the hard parts. We have so much; we can't we don't stop ourselves we can live off way less than we think we can we can like food wise but mm-hmm. I think that applies to our bank account too
1: uh, absolutely I mean again and and that's the paradigm shift that we, we're constantly talking about in fact that's part of the reason that we, we do this show shows, here is right. is to just allow you to, just for a few minutes to, to think okay well could I do this different and what would it look like and Honestly, I, I don't know that I should be comparing myself or my situation to my neighbor or to, 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 you know, people in my community, whether that's a faith community or not. Because the reality is, and this is what I love about these verses that we started with, where did Christ go? He went to the Father mm-hmm. and he said, Every, man doesn't live by bread, bread alone, alone, but by every word that comes from the Father. And so, we, we really, you know, when we talk about what are the effects of, of all of this, we also, in a sense, go, hey, if we're filling, if we're coming to the Father, if we're bringing out all of mm-hmm. these um, stuff, all of this pressure to the Father, and just allowing him to say, okay, Lord, what exactly do we need to spend money on this week?
0: Well, and I think I was just thinking sometimes, you know, we have a desire and I, you know, the things that I love are, uh, I love books, and I love jewelry. And sometimes I think, you know, you walk something by something sparkly and flashy and you think, oh, I want that. And it's actually in that moment, that appetite for that sparkly thing, even though you've got a jewelry box full of things at home, even though I have a ju- I, you know, Dave's always like, why do you want more of that? And I'm like, good question. What is it that I think that piece of jewelry will fulfill? And especially if I know I don't have the money for it. Mm-hmm. If I know I, ha- I, you know, sure you can plan for that. You have a nice birthday and you buy me nice things to celebrate and all that, that's not the point. But if I'm thinking about it, if I'm thinking excessively about how to get it, if I'm thinking about, oh, we're going to the Mandarin tonight, and I'm thinking about it all afternoon, what is, what am I meditating on? Those should be little red alerts. You know, if I, if I'm trying to figure out how I can get that thing, how can I get that how that, that you're hungering for something you got to take that hunger then to the father and say Lord I don't know what this is about but I want this so much that I've been thinking about it for three hours and I'm aware that maybe this isn't a healthy thing
1: mm-hmm. and why is always a great question when you're asking the Lord yes right? you know in the sense of so Lord why am i hungry like what is going on here is is this something to do with with just, I, I lie in believing that I'm not going to be complete unless right. I have this thing. Right. Or, or is this,
0: it's a habit. It's a right? habit.
1: Or yep. is this a, you know, posturing? I mean, there's, and is, or is this just a, a, a true, you know, Lord, I, this is the need. And we're going to lay this before you. And we can't
0: you. tell you what, why your appetite is for that thing or what's going on. Sometimes it's, you know, if you, if you've missed, a, you know, six months of, relationship with your husband or your kids and you're just feeling like you're working all the time because sometimes I can get into that place where you're just you're working and serving no one's saying thank you and you just want like can someone take notice of me get me a nice sparkly thing or flowers or something and you know okay
1: th- confession okay <laughs> apparently I'm falling no, down no, on no, the no, job no, the no uh,
0: not at all uh, no you just you just said out. it on the radio no. I saw uh, here we are no you know it's good
1: I'll try to do better <laughs> no. next time I, I'm so that right he he
0: actually is very kind to me, so don't don't I don't don't think that. So, but I think those things. There's circumstances in our life that lead us to the grab onto the the temporal, mm. right? we're exhausted tired we are so tired of hearing about the trouble on the earth let's go on a vacation let's go read a book sit by the lake and all those things are good but we can't escape mm-hmm. we can't escape the trouble we can't escape the hard stuff we can't escape what our bank account says mm-hmm. and we've got to face it i mean that's one of our anybody knows who comes to our workshops you know financial um awareness i don't even know it financial awareness creates empowerment that's facing it that's the acronym we have to you and it takes courage and it takes a willingness to say while even you're listening lord why is it you know now maybe you've never thought about it but when you're going shopping this week and you're thinking oh man i want six things of ice cream well, well, maybe that's not the healthiest choice. And why do you want six buckets of ice cream? One's fine.
1: Cause you're eighteen, and <laughs> and, have, you're, our uh, son, uh, and Zach, you're our son, Zach. Yeah. Uh, so anyway,
0: you get the point. I mean, I I, there, there's
1: there's one one uh, for me. This whole idea of appetites um, kind of is summed up in, in one scene. I was I did a ten k run. Um, a few years ago let's just say it's a few years ago i did a 10k run but i remember coming at the end it was in, it was in a competition and coming to the end of that and and you know you've been running and just pumping it out and they had a a whole bunch of of oranges cut ups so that you could take as you went by mm. and i tell you i had ne- i did not know that i needed an orange until i got to that <laughs> i was thinking okay like hydrate me hydrate me and of course that was important to hydration but that was the best tasting orange uh, i think i've mm. ever had it was uh, situational, all of that stuff, but it was what my body was craving and I didn't even know it wow. until it was placed in front of me. And I think a lot of times that's in a sense what's happened in a in a sense of why we go into debt. We have these longings inside of us that we don't really know or pay attention to or we think we're doing. And then marketing, media, something comes in front of us and just places it there front and center and says, you absolutely need this. And that's, that's the critical moment. Again, if we go back to the Garden of Eden, that's exactly what Satan did to Eve. Is She didn't she kind of knew that seeking wisdom was going to be a good thing. But mm-hmm. when Satan put it right in front of her and said, Man, you eat this stuff, and you are going to be wise like God.
0: Well, well, we all know we don't know, know we need something until we walk into Costco. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There you go, right? Uh, that's what happens weekly. But, but you know, but, it's, the yeah. same, it's the same MO. It's the same thing. So, uh, again, as we go back to financial awareness creates empowerment, some of the tools we talk about, some of the things that, we, in terms of practical stuff, just help to push back against that and say, you know, the 24-hour rule that we talk mm-hmm. about where we say, okay, if there's something that gets put in front of you, don't go out and buy it, and set the level. So if it's more than a hundred bucks, I'm going to go back and say, "Reb, this was more than a hundred bucks. Should, Should we, we go it? get it? Yes. We got a 24-hour period to to kind of cool off a little bit." And boys, oh boys, that's a tool mm-hmm. that allows you to just take the step back and say. Wait a minute, I'm not going to go into this at 200 miles an hour that I've been running at, you know, I've been doing life at 200 miles an hour. I'm just going to take a step back because I've committed that to you. I've committed that to our bank account. I've committed that to, to mm-hmm. myself, really, to say, okay this is something that we know in our cash flow situation this is the number and we're just going to not buy over that number unless it's in the plan or unless it, it's it's something that we've agreed on anyways right so there's a practical okay well how do we avoid we've been talking about appetites and longings mm-hmm. we've been talking about you know what happens and and really the why if we why we get into debt and I, we're coming to the end of the show already I know, that's really crazy. fast okay but
0: the next show we'll have to have to talk more practical stuff but so
1: here's step little step number one is to just try that 24-hour rule uh, sit down with yourself or your spouse and say okay here's our limit if if it's not in our plan to spend in the regular spending thing then if it's over and above I need to take 24 hours and, and go back and No deal or special or, or, you know, is going to go away in that period of time. And if it does, well, you probably didn't need it. I
0: think the question I have for you just um, quickly is, uh, what do you tell clients uh, how to to limit the impact of society? Like, maybe this is one for the next show, but... Mm I'm just thinking out loud, maybe we'll, I think what's a discussion we'll have to have next time. Because we live in this culture of 6,000 images a day. Mm-hmm. So how, how do we limit that so that we're not constantly under this pressure um, to have to buy stuff?
1: Yeah, it's a big one. I mean, I think it's revolved around contentment. We are going to talk a little yes. bit about contentment. Yes. And, and again, it's the issue of the heart. it's the issue of the heart we're going to bring it back to that is the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes the pride of life these are hard issues they're not they're not bank checkbook issues that's just where we see the evidence of it but they are hard issues so you know as we look at that we're gonna go all right we have to be honest with our heart we have to go okay so why am i hungry for that thing what is it about that that's creating that 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 lust in me Mm -hmm. and do i need help with that do i have to somehow combat that with a practical tool or Mm -hmm. um you know a a commitment to those you love around you to just not do it right and 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 it
0: takes courage and it's not easy and you you have to want it you you and your family and your spouse you have to want it because there are days when it's not easy
1: so. and it's a daily thing right again it's a mm-hmm. you know we make the we make the commitment we we uh you know whether we're re- meeting weekly with our spouse and saying hey we're having our financial date how are we doing on this um you know it's a it's a daily and a, and a weekly thing because that's that's how we spend money yeah right. so. Wow, we're at the end. I know at the end of this one. So appetites and longings. <laughs> Next right? time so. we're
0: talking about uh, envy and coveting and jealousy, en-
1: envy. and
0: contentment,
1: which is a great which which is the antidote. Right? Yes. So we're going to be talking about that. So so stay tuned. If you've got uh, want to go back and preview some of the other shows, we've got them up in three different spots on the web. We've got them on Chri.ca's website. We've got them on More Than enough dot uh, ca's website and of course we've got them on iTunes, itunes and you can download the podcast and listen anytime you want for, uh, with so, let's talk money with dave and reb let's talk money with dave and reb and so you can join us
0: next time
1: uh right after reb you're gonna pray for us just we for a through? minute okay. i think we only
0: have a little minute father we're just grateful that you teach us and show us your way and your truth that you don't forsake us and y- you want us to find our contentment and our thirst and hunger fulfilled in you. And for that, we're grateful. In Jesus' name.
1: Well, there we are. So join us next time when we dig into a little more of the the whys and hows of, uh, of debt and why we do it and how we get out of it when we talk money.